Hi, I'm Mike Byers for Game On Podcast. This will be the last podcast for 2015. But after a one-week holiday break, I'll be back the first week of January. So on with today's podcast. Well, high school football is over in the state of Pennsylvania. It ended Friday and Saturday in Hershey, where four PIAA championship football games were played. Of course, one of those four games involved Aliquippa, which played Southern Columbia in the AA final. In a showdown of a pair of 15-0 teams, the Quips were blown out 49-14. I can't ever remember a team from Aliquippa losing by 35 points on the football field. But it's my opinion that Southern Columbia is not 35 points better than the Quips. I'll bet if they played 10 times, Elkupa wins five of those times. It just so happened that on this day, a very cold and a very windy day at Hershey Park Stadium, that Elkupa quarterback Sheldon Jeter, who had a great season, picked a bad time to throw three interceptions all in the first half. On the first pick, with the Quips already ahead 6 nothing. Jeter threw a long pass that was picked off at the Southern Columbia one-yard line. What made that interception so devastating is that the Quips had just recovered a fumble on the kickoff after their first touchdown. On his second pick, Jeter threw an ill-advised pass deep in Ellicuba territory. That led to Southern Columbia's second touchdown. His third pick was a pick-six, an, inter- an interception returned 41 yards for a touchdown that gave Southern Columbia a 21-6 lead. In all, El Copa's first team offense committed six turnovers. Do that against a quality opponent like Southern Columbia, and you're going to get blown out by 35 points. In the days leading up to the championship game, I wondered if veteran equipped coach Mike Semianic might call it a career if Ellicopa beat Southern Columbia. But after the game, Semianic, who's in his early 70s, said he plans on coaching again next year. Yes, he wants to return when the PIAA will be using six classifications for football for the first time. That means that next year there will be six state championship games one on Thursday, December 8th, two on Friday, December 9th, and three on Saturday, December 10th. On Thursday, in my weekly notes column, I'm going to list my top 10 storylines on the local football scene this season. I am not going to tip my hand right now, but at least three of those top storylines locally involve Alocopa. Car shopping have you frazzled? Tired of driving all around the Berg to see what's available? Enjoy shopping online from the comfort of your home now at timesonline.com cars. Search from hundreds of vehicles from local dealers when and how you want. Pick up a copy of the Times every Wednesday and Sunday to see a list of featured vehicles. If one catches your eye, you can simply text us the vehicle ID number to see complete details and more photos. If you're looking for a new ride, then you've got to check out timesonline.com cars. On Tuesday... Most boys' basketball teams in the WPIAL 
will get in one more section game before playing next week in holiday hoops tournaments. The best game locally Tuesday is the showdown in Section 5AA between 7-0 Quaker Valley and 6-1 Avonworth. And if you recall, Avonworth basketball coach Dan Bradley is also Ambridge's football coach. Next week, as I said, most local basketball teams, boys and girls, will play in some kind of holiday tournament. Arguably, the best tournament in the Whippeal is the 24th annual C.J. Betters Holiday Classic that's played each year at the CCBC Dome in Center Township. There will be eight boys teams and four girls teams playing, and one of the best things about this tournament is that tourney sponsor Chuck Betters will give one senior from each team a $3,000 scholarship based on academic achievement. Another great thing about this tournament is that it always features some of the best basketball teams and best basketball players in the Whippeal. This year's tournament will be played Tuesday and Wednesday, December 29th and 30th. The best two Beaver County teams in the tournament this year are Beaver Falls and Lincoln Park. Beaver Falls is the fourth-ranked AAA team in the state, Lincoln Park is the number three double-A team in the state. On Tuesday, December 29th, Lincoln Park plays Alderdice of the Pittsburgh City League. The Dice is the number two ranked quad-A team in the state. If Beaver Falls beats South Fayette on Tuesday, the 29th, it plays the Lincoln Park Alderdice winner on Wednesday, the 30th. That should be a great basketball game. I would suspect that all those games will create quite a buzz next week at the CCBC Golden Dome. The other day, I spoke to Dave Ambrose, who's in his 24th year as the chairman of the C.J. Betters Hall Day Classic. Here's that interview. I'm here with Dave Ambrose, who is the chairman of the C.J. Betters Hall Day Classic. Uh, Their tournament is on December 29th and 30th. That is Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, this is the 24th consecutive year. Uh, Dave, first of all, i got to ask you, um, uh, uh, you've been the chairman for this for 24 years. Uh, just talk about the, the growth of the tournament from year one to where it's at right now. Well, thank you very much, Mike, for this opportunity. Basically, we started out with four teams back in 92 in the old center gym. We had Manaka, we had Center, we had Freedom and Moon. And uh, Chuck would give a $500 scholarship to one senior from each team. And that is Chuck Betters, of course. Yes. And basically, yeah, it is Chuck's tournament. And basically, he's given over $300,000 in scholarship money over the years. And we we gravitated to eight teams and then moved to the Dome. And we've had a lot of exciting times. But along the way, Chuck has increased scholarships uh, from five hundred to 3000 to one senior from each team, which obviously eight boys teams and four girls, it's 36000 a year. And, and real fast here, Dave, um, um, here, here's, here's a tentative lineup, no, the lineup for the first round on Tuesday. Uh, boys games only I'm talking about. At um, 4 o'clock game, it's Beaver Falls and South Fayette. 5.30, Central Valley and Vincentian. Uh, 7 o'clock, uh, Upper St. Clair and West Mifflin. And the big game, of course, at 8.30 p.m. on that first night is Lincoln Park and Alderdice 
Uh, there are some very exciting, talented basketball teams in this field, right? Exactly. You know, we can even start out with Vincentian, probably one of the most exciting teams to watch. Uh, they have probably have a 10-second shot clock in their repertoire. Uh, they run up and down the court. Last year, both them and BF scored over 90 points each. But, you know, moving right along, West Mifflin's going to be one of the top teams in AAA, and they're playing a good Upper St. Clair team. Um, Beaver Falls has, you know, Donovan Jeter back, Creech, uh, and some nice guards. They're probably one of the top teams in our tournament, but the – the high-profile team's got to be Alderdice. Uh, last year, they went to the uh, Quad A semifinals in the state, and they got all five starters back, which includes the Jackson Twins and Ramon Creighton. In fact, that's probably the best City League team since Dewan Blair and DJ Kennedy. And obviously, Lincoln Park has one, probably one of the most dynamic players in Cummings. So it, it should be a great matchup at 830 and I, I expect a big crowd that night, the first night. Yeah, and Dave, um, yeah, on the second night, there's a real good chance that the Beaver Falls beat South Fayette. Uh, the Tigers would play either Lincoln Park or Alderweiss, and that should be a, ch- a fantastic cap to your tournament, right? No question. You know, obviously that was by design. And uh, uh, if you look last year, Alderweiss and BF played, Beaver Falls played, for the championship, and that game went four overtimes and was over nearly at midnight. So whoever BF plays, it's going to be a tremendous game, whether it's Lincoln Park or Alderweiss. Dave, um, there are basically three reasons uh, why you have this tournament, right? Yes. Explain, please. Well, first of all, we want to try to showcase uh, some of the more premier talent in, in the Pittsburgh and Beaver County area. And secondly, Chuck Betters wants to mix academics with athletics. That's why he gives the scholarships. And that's all based on QPA. And the third, and it's really a minor reason, but it's a fundraiser for our Central Valley Boys basketball program because it pays for team camps, any other expenditures, shoes, whatever, throughout the year. So, again, those are the three basic reasons why we are involved in it. Yeah. And, Dave, I, I should mention that um, – uh, you were the proud father of uh, Central Valley basketball coach Brandon uh, Ambrose, uh, who's been there for, for a few years. And, of course, um, two years ago, they pulled off that improbable Whippy Old Championship in AAA. Uh, what's it like uh, having your kid uh, be the coach here? And what was it like winning that Whippy Old Championship? Well, you know, I think you know that I've always been a high school hoops guy. And that was the crowning jewel for, for my life and involvement with uh, high school basketball. Brandon, uh, Brandon's team won that game at, uh, at uh, the Palumbo Center against Char Valley in double overtime with three starters out of the game. So, again, the highlight of my basketball involvement. Now, Dave, I, I will say this, that um, because of your involvement in the C.J. Betters tournament for 24 years, um, you got picked last year to – you were inducted into the Beaver – sorry – the Pittsburgh Basketball Club Hall of Fame. What was that like? Well, it was came as a big surprise, and I know it was because of my contributions to the tournament in high school basketball. But, you know, it, it was a little humbling because there are a number of parts to this tournament and a lot of people who work very hard. And as I said that night, it wasn't about me. It was about we. And we put together some fine basketball talent. Yeah, And, and also... Um, 
Dave, you're one of those few guys who were are in the Pittsburgh Basketball Club Hall. You're the only guy who's in the Pittsburgh Basketball Club Hall of Fame and the Beaver County Bowling Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of unique. I got two different trophies sitting in my office, and it is odd, bowling and basketball, but very fortunate. And again, it, it's based upon my contributions to the game of bowling because you know, I was a beat writer for 18 years for the Beaver County Times. Yeah. And, and, and finally, Dave, uh, you can't put much thought in this, in this answer to this question, but I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to pick the best team in Beaver County basketball history, would it be 65 Midland, 67 Ambridge, or would you even consider Lincoln Park a couple years ago when Maverick Rowan led that team to a state title? I guess the politically correct thing to say is all three were fine basketball teams, and I saw all three teams play. Uh, but I was a senior in high school when Midland won the state championship. And to me, that was the, one of the finest groups of kids I've ever seen. Now, you've had Simi Hill, who I consider the, one of the greatest basketball players that ever came out of Beaver County, but they had five great basketball players, and people forget about people like uh, uh, the Hill Kid and uh, uh, Michael Alston. I'm sorry, it, it was Brent Lake. Brent Those Lake, two yeah. complemented the big three at Midland, and it's no disrespect to the Ambridge people, but that to me was one of the greatest high school teams ever to come out of Beaver County. Yeah. Dave, thanks for your time, and uh, have a great tournament. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Remember, there will not be a podcast next week. I'll be back the first week in January. But you can follow all the local basketball action this week in the Times print editions and on the web at www.timesonline.com. And you can follow me at Twitter at Mike Byers. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you next year.